come in. No, you can come in. <laughs> Wait, it's not me, so I'm going back in there. You're wearing makeup. Oh, um, um, and then, um, yeah, and then I, I, I to be fair, like, not very much anymore right now. Like, Stop flirting. Sitting at your pizza time. Early <laughs> <laughs> adults oh, flirt. Why barbecue sauce at my So, radio head. Sorry, I just need to reply to this. But I'm a All right, yeah, radio head. What do you think? Talk to me, sister. I don't think you can sum it up really. In Fair, that's lucky because we've got an hour ticket. And thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Well, instead of giving each other a artist to listen to, we decided to both tackle Radiohead. Why? We decided to tackle Radiohead because, as so-called music fans, we hadn't really listened to any Radiohead, which sort of made us not really music fans. So we were living a lie. Listened to a bit. Well, we'd heard songs. We'd done stuff. But we, you know, we'd never really taken the plunge. All seven albums? Are there seven? Yep. Let's just check that. There are nine, Tom. Oh, <laughs> dear. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Honey, The Benz, OK Computer, Kid A, Amnesiac, Hell to, oh yeah, Hell to Defeat, <laughs> Rainbows, In Rainbows, King, King of Lings, and Moonshape Pool. Pool. Uh, yeah, no, I have listened to all of them. Ah, uh, thank God for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight off the bat, what's your favourite album? Go. Ooh. Uh, the Benz. Oh. Ooh. Oh, we should have done like a guessing thing. Oh. Can I reckon come. yours is going to be The Benz. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just sort of came to me. What's yours? Do you want to guess? Kid A. Fuck no. Oh. Uh, In Rainbows? No. Uh... OK Computer? No. Pablo Honey? No. King of Limbs? No. A uh, Moonshape Pool? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, amnesiac? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hell to the Feast? Yes. <laughs> wow, that was painful. It really was. Um, um, I'm pretty sure I told you that last week as well. Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kid A. Kid A. That was weird. <laughs> I thought what this was going to be was... Um, you'd like all the weird stuff and I'd, you know, be right. Um. <laughs> 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 no, uh, no, no. I, I struggled, I really struggled with Kid A. I listen, I've listened to it again today. Yeah. And um, it, I kind of feel like people only say they like it if they're writing an article and they need clicks. Very um, I don't know. I don't think we were there when it came out. That's the that's the thing. Well, my research tells me it was not well received, except for by critics, who had articles to sell. So, it was very different. To be honest, after the first, I mean, the first album got them a fan base. The next two, after those two albums, to be honest, they could have done whatever the hell they wanted. Really. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, they. I mean, they have done ever since. 
I mean, there is there is that sort of reputation, isn't there, with Radiohead that they could literally shit on a plate and <laughs> present that to the public, and it would get all round five star reviews <laughs> and nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> Less new shit goes to <laughs> Radiohead. Well, shall we start at the beginning? I mean, why not? It's all we ever do. Radiohead, loved by nerds and edgy dads everywhere. <laughs> um, yes, so first album, Pablo Honey, 1993. It's called cool that we're the same age as Radiohead. Yeah. What do you think? Really good. Like, better than I thought. He... What? Sorry. <laughs> so, Pablo he... Honey, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, it was really what good. did you think of it? <laughs> it was really good. It was better than I thought it would be. Because um, you know how you listen, to, you sometimes go back to your favourite artists and listen to their first album and you think, Christ, yep. that's that's different. Snow Patrol. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I haven't actually heard that album, but I can well imagine. Oh dear. So you listen to Pablo Hanna. It does sound, it is a lot different, but it's still really good. I was surprised at how accessible it was. Accessible? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are many music <laughs> platforms. <laughs> there are many streaming platforms. I don't, I don't mean like... I went on Spotify and it was there. Technology these days. It's incredible. Mm. Absolutely incredible. No, I mean easy to listen to compared to their later stuff. Mm. I mean, bam, first track, You. really good very still obviously Radiohead obviously um, you'd be a fool to listen to that and not think Radiohead <laughs> his voice was very young yeah, very angsty yes a mm. lot of angst um, very angry young man I think he was what I was going to talk about actually which I will talk very briefly mm. is a bit of a um, diversion Cameron's diversions <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> um, is that I listened to his Desert Island Discs, uh, which was really, really good, really interesting. And he specifically, I mean, go and listen to it. Um, it's basically just a better version of this with actually Tom York. Don't listen to it. Do you, um, do you know about his eye? He was born with no working muscles in his eye. Really? So they had to take a couple of muscles out of his ass and put them in his eye. Why does everything that we need as like replacements, like skin or muscles, come from our butts? It's easy. You're not using it, are you? I'm sitting on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of us have smaller asses than other ones. I have quite a chunky tush. That's all muscle, though. Good news for you if you ever get in some horrific accident. A lot for them to work with, unless it's an arse accident. (laughs) <laughs> they have to take it from my eye. <laughs> uh, second fact. Do you know why they're called Radiohead? I do. Oh. Okay, forget that fact. No, no, you tell us the facts. Uh, they're named after a Talking Head song. Called Radiohead. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I knew this fact, but I didn't like research it too much because I thought, oh, they're called after talking head song. Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, that is the fact. Yeah. What's it called? Radiohead. Yeah. Why do you say no? Because I thought it'd be funny. Uh, and one of the songs that he picked was oh. REM. Which song? Talk about the passion. Talk about the passion. He talked about how Michael Stipe like helped him with fame and stuff like that. So they, like personally, yeah. Oh, sweet. They toured. They toured with REM. They oh, wrote quite a lot of some sick. of OK Computer while they were on tour with REM. Imagine going to watch REM supported by Radiohead. I mean, that's amazing. I wish Michael Stipe would help us with fame. <laughs> I'm struggling at Michael. the moment. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sorry, that was a, a hideous diversion. Let's let's get back on the road. When they were young, he was working at Debenhams. He was sending off demos, and he got compared to Neil Young a lot. Across the ocean for a heart of gold. I've been in my mind. I can understand that listening to Pablo Honey. Yeah. Because I think that first record, from what I've heard, was sort of like a collection of demos, basically. Um, And yeah, they they got offered a record deal and then they turned it down and went to university. Um, And then subsequently came back and released Pablo Honey. Uh, Yeah, what's your personal highlight from it? Well, Creep is obviously the one that everyone knows. Just like an angel Skin makes me cry band themselves aren't a massive fan of it so for example the guitar in it is apparently johnny greenwood basically trying to ruin the song (laughs) that's why it's so aggressive (laughs) Um, do you know about the background behind creep the royalties argument no so it's got a very weird chord progression hasn't it creep so weird that it's very very distinctive so when it came out they were they got in a dispute with the Hollies because it sounded very similar to the song The Air That I Breathe. I could make a wish, I think I'd <laughs> so much so that the writers of that song get a writing credit. Oh, so the, the Hollies writers get a writing credit for Creep. Wow. And then on top of that, a couple of years ago, Lana Del Rey released Get Free. My modern manifesto I'm doing it for all of us That sounds a lot closer to Creep than Creep did to the Hollies. I thought you were going to say that sounds closer to Creep than Creep does to Creep. (laughs) 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 So are the Hollies now, have they got a songwriting credit on Get Free? I don't know. I think um, the lawyers for Radiohead were suing Lana Del Rey, and, and that's the last I heard of it. Yeah. Anyway, Creep. Like it? Yeah, I do. I think it's a good song. You wrote it about fancying a girl at university. I mean, it's, it's, it's how we all feel, isn't it? How we all. Except for the good-looking men. 
and women. Yeah. I think he. T- I think Tom York has said that. He said there are good-looking people, and then there are us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel a bit. I kind of feel a bit sorry for Johnny Greenwood, because his brother seems like is it Colin is the other guitarist. Uh, it's, it looks like whenever you see them perform. Colin's like smiling, looking a bit dashing and stuff. And then Johnny's just got his fringe over his head, just swaying about. (laughs) I was going to show you a picture of Johnny Greenwood in 1997 and in 2018 and see if you can tell the difference before realising that's probably not the best game for the podcast format. (laughs) But he does look exactly the same. He still looks like a moody teenager. I genuinely, when I saw them play at Glastonbury last year, and I, I knew a bit about them, but I didn't know who everyone was, I genuinely thought, oh, Tom York's got his son to come play guitar or something. That's great. They're getting just this young kid's amazing because you're right. He doesn't lift his head at all. He just sits there in his sort of baggy t-shirt, absolutely nailing those riffs. So yeah, the rest of that album. What I did, what I did think about it was it. It was basically if you took all the sort of best um, alternative bands of the '90s and put them in one album, that would be it. So you've got a, a bit of sort of Nirvana-y stuff going on. I thought Stop Whispering sounded very R-E-M-esque. Um, that sort of arpeggio-y <laughs> guitar. Yeah. Thinking about you, a bit you too. Thinking about you, so how can you sleep? These people aren't your friends, they're paid to kiss your feet. So I learned when I was at university, apparently there is actually a structure to how you set out an album. Like your second and third songs tend to be your like lead singles. The first one's just how you want to introduce the album. But your final song is where you are planning on taking your music. Ooh. Apparently. So like if you were to do an album, you'd, you'd put your most experimental one or the one where you feel like you're shifting focus musically at the end. Or shittest. Or shittest, yeah. Yeah, because I suppose if people go, that last song was great, yeah. then you go, we're good, guys. Next album, <laughs> yeah. electronic jazz. Any more? Any more, Pablo, honey? Uh, no, that was kind of it for me. Like I enjoyed it to a certain extent, but I was, like, I was pretty ready to move on because I knew what was coming. <laughs> so you... Your favourite album? Depends. Yes, 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 yes. You're you're all for this. Uh, My first note is the most accessible of the albums. (laughs) (laughs) Available in all good bookshops. (laughs) (laughs) No. What what do you mean the most accessible? Uh, It's just the best. It's just, it's the broadest. Objectively the best. It's the... No, I don't. Objectiv- Stick to your opinion. Ob- go for it. Objectivity of something. Yes, it is the best. It is the best to me. No, it is the best. Why? Every song could be a single. Yeah. Um, quite easily. No, you're wrong. Why? Um, because I've only saved four songs from this album. What are your four songs? The Bends. High and dry. Which 
which I didn't really even realise was a Radiohead song until <laughs> this. <laughs> no. All I ever heard it on is is films. Yeah. And thought, oh, it's a bit naff, this song. <laughs> didn't realise it was a Radiohead song and fell in love with it. Um, Just, yeah. which is fucking awesome. I love Just. apparently was uh, Johnny and Tom's attempt to get as many chords as possible in a song. I think the intro alone to Just is is just so cool. That little, the now, way that the guitar just sort of grinds its way up. Yeah. Love that. The guitar work on this album is second to none. That is a controversial point. I'm being confident with it. <laughs> well, I completely disagree with you, but like, I'd like, I want to know what you think. Like, your, your... it's very good. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I just like what. What's your? What's your? What, what other sort of albums do you think are like amazing guitar work? Because it's a, it's. A... I mean, you've got your classic Zeppelins and and which albums in particular? <laughs> one. Nice. Yeah, what's um, your favourite song off that one? Um, good times, bad times. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've got your classic guitar legends, um, your Claptons, your Pages, uh, and then you've got anyone, I know who you're going to say, of their contemporaries who's produced a better guitar album than that. No, I wasn't going to say it. Oh. Really wasn't, promise. I like Matt Bellamy from Muse. I do like Matt Bellamy from Muse. I'm curious as to why you think this is the best guitar album, guitar work album. The variety, um, like tones and, and effects. Yeah, I think it's it's used incredibly uniquely. I'm not. It's great to have a song that's song, guitar, solo, back to chords, da di da. That the way the three of them interweave in this album is fantastic, and uh, they progressed from that first album. They said they used to all just play quite grungy. They used to play the same thing. Whereas they started to mix up a bit this album, so Tom would play more of the acoustic-y stuff. Um, and then the other two would do sort of more interesting things. And I feel that really works. The only other highlight for me was um, Street Spirit. It's just, it's phenomenal. Love it. Love. I even love the lyrics, Cameron. <sighs> it's haunting. So haunting. And the best version I've ever seen of it is them playing it at the 97 Glastonbury. Oh, that's cool. They finished with it. Ooh. Have you heard about their 97 Glastonbury performance? No, tell me more. This is widely considered to be one of the best, not just best Glastonbury performances ever, one of the best gigs ever. I'm not quite sure how you can make that assertion, um, but people have. 
<laughs> take, take left that. me speechless exactly <laughs> um, and the the entire thing's not there because they didn't broadcast the entire thing at the time um, and it was a nightmare for Radiohead they were going to walk off at one point Tom apparently turned around and went I'm off like they they had loads of sound problems their monitors broke halfway through so they couldn't hear themselves and they then still performed one of the greatest gigs ever they finished with Street Spirit and his voice so on point that it just completely blew me away. My highlight of that album is Fake Plastic Trees, obviously, because it's the saddest. So that song, he, I think it wasn't particularly working, so they cleared the studio and they just got Tom to just play it with the acoustic guitar. And apparently he wept <laughs> afterwards because it was just that complete release of emotion. He's obviously got over it because they introduced it at Glastonbury with, here's another cheery fucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lovely voice. It's so uh, well-controlled. Ethereal? Is no. Th- oh. You think of a Shut word. the fuck up, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> you think of a word then. Um, I can think of several words. Just indescribable. <laughs> okay, so the Benz was the first uh, artwork created by Tom and his collaborator, Stanley Donwood. So all the albums subsequent to this have had a collaboration between the two of them. So the way they did this, they went around a hospital and they wanted to find uh, a picture of an iron lung. Well, they realised that an iron lung actually wasn't that interesting. So they found a mannequin, you know, one of those like CPR mannequins. And that's what it is. Oh, it's an actual, it's an actual CPR mannequin. Yeah, and they filmed it with an old like cine camera. And then they took a picture of the television playing that cine camera. Artists are so weird, aren't I know, they? and they said that when you look at it, it looks like a robot suddenly realising that it's alive. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> 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 so, Ben's is your favourite album ever? <laughs> favourite album of all time? Favourite album of all time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, it's a really good album can't argue with it i think i mean i'll say this straight off the bat halfway through the podcast <laughs> there isn't an album i haven't enjoyed we come to okay computer oh that was oh. awesome nice i like airbag and paranoid android and others uh, my first note is it established them as a, a way better muse. Just eat your pizza to that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we're talking about Radiohead. That's not mainly about muse. What were you saying, sir? I don't know. This has become the pizza-eating podcast. <laughs> Where Cameron got on and finished his pizza. Tom saves them for his girlfriend. Women don't want pizza, Tom. <laughs> Have you had a stressful day? <laughs> Maybe if you want some pizza. They want salad and equal rights. 
<laughs> okay, computer. Okay, computer. What was your favourite song? The Hair Paranoid Android, I think, unfortunately, we'd done lectures on it. So it immediately becomes quite a dull piece of music. But So I haven't listened to it for about five years. Uh, listening to it again, uh, I'm, you're, you then see why it's something that is studied. Because it's such a... The reason why I love Paranoid Android so much is because it's constantly progressing. Mm. It only ever goes back to the same section once. Uh, and it moves into something else. And then it moves into something else. Then it moves into something else. Yeah, I've never thought of it like that. Like, what is the chorus of Paranoid Android sing that to me? Exactly. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> More pizza for Tom. <laughs> <laughs> the whole album, I thought, was incredible by the fact that each song was so distinctive and so on its own brilliant, but yet the entire album had a continuous theme and every song from that album I hear and I go, that's from OK Computer. And there's that that package there i've never i've never had an album that i've heard that is like as good at doing that i've heard albums that well, most of the songs sound very similar there's a very tight-knit theme there and as an album that makes it quite good and there's albums which every song is thrown around everywhere but their ability to be completely unique whilst keeping thematically consistent in that one piece of work is makes it incredible and it, that in itself makes it a very unique and interesting album is because there's a lot of different stuff going on but it's all tied together by the sort of common theme what would you call that common theme radioheadness yeah sort of it, that's that's also I keep going back to Muse but that's it, that sort of depressive dystopian look at stuff I think they just do that so so well in particularly this album possibly the the song that encapsulates that the best is um fitter happier do we think careful to all animals never watching spiders done up like hole keep in contact with those friends enjoy a drink now and then we'll frequently check yeah it's one to get the crowd going <laughs> featuring stephen hawking uh, they used to play that before they came on do you know what the uh, big fact for the fans what the what the uh, the voice in the background is saying? What's the voice saying? This is the panic office. Section nine seventeen may have been hit. Activate the following procedure. That's scary, isn't it? It really hits you hard. Yeah, that it's like nuclear war sort of type thing. Yeah, not good nuclear war. There's one thing I can tell people, right? Nuclear war is not going to be good. So keep your fingers off those buttons, you politicians. You. I think it would be good. Okay. Are we about to fall out over this? What, nuclear war? That was a joke. Do you want to um, Tom, did murder? You, did you not get the huh? joke? Oh, I just got the joke! Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God, I'm wasted on people. You are wasted on people. That was really clever. I must just talk about exit music for a film. Don't. 
first heard on uh, the Black Mirror episode, Shut Up and Dance. It finishes that. It's based on Romeo and Juliet. He wrote it knowing it would be used in the credits of the film version of Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Okay. Hence why it's called Exit Music for a film. And he wanted to write it um, using just quotes from Romeo and Juliet and that didn't work. So he didn't. What I really like about it is I don't think I've found many songs that you read the song title and you go, that's how I'm supposed to um, interpret that song. And then you listen to it because it obviously doesn't say, hasn't got the lyric exit music for a film in it, obviously. But you read that title and you go, okay, I'm going to imagine this as an exit music for a film. And it gives the song so much more. Mm. Final song we must talk about on that album is No Surprises. Have you seen the video? Yeah, when he's in the uh, spacesuit. Yeah. When he's in the sort of goldfish bowl thing. Yeah, no, it always reminds me of a spacesuit until I watch it. Because it fills up with water. The goldfish oh my bowl, god, yeah, of course it does. Throughout the song. Yeah. And he sings as it fills up and then it fills up and he just sort of looks at you very intently and seems to hold his breath for... In that Tom York way. A long, long time. But the way they did that is they did it quicker than it appears in the video. So he didn't die. Well, lucky for us, because him not dying gave us Kid A. What a great segue. So, Kid A, yeah, what do you, what do you think? Well, uh, it, yeah, as I said, it's a bit weird. Um, they suddenly, they thought, hey, new millennium, new Radiohead. They got absolutely sick of everything. Tom, quote, was sick of melodies. I think it's probably, it's the album that I like. I wanted to like. Because you knew it was quite... I knew, I knew it was arty. Yeah. And I, knew it was like, I, knew, <laughs> I like, thought you if, would. If I like this album, it will make me edgy and cool. <laughs> Which in itself pissed me off. There were some songs I really enjoyed and others that I... I <laughs> why? Taking me a couple of listens. The first listen round, I was like, this is too weird for me. But actually, the first song... Everything in its right place. Yeah, I, I think is absolutely brilliant. when that came out called it an inconsequential doodle <laughs> <laughs> you would have thought that that opening electric piano riff would get people a little bit excited imagine after hearing OK Computer and being excited for this to come out and then that being the first line you, you come off those big heavy guitar riffs mm. and then you get a very slow piano organ thing it's like well, I I like when albums start like that with a sort of a kind of a cool, like a slow build up, mm. as long as it goes somewhere in the album. The highlight was the national anthem. Yeah. 
I think one thing we should say, throughout Radiohead's back catalogue, one thing, even if you're not convinced about a melody or a riff, there's always an amazing beat going on. Yes. Philip Selway, what a drummer. What a drummer. He starts to come more into the forefront from this point on, doesn't he? When it all gets a bit more experimental, yeah. Another highlight for me on this album was Optimistic. classic Radiohead yeah I think that's probably why I like it a bit more I don't really think I'd go back to it too often Mm -hmm. if at all interesting did you prefer Amnesiac I did massively um, because I feel like it was more of a blend of Radiohead classic Radiohead as you put it and some of the weirder stuff yeah still not my favourite album but I'd say like it's probably it's probably the album with with the most amount of songs I enjoyed on it. Because it was recorded at the same time as Kid A. Yeah, they came out very close together, didn't they? It was only a year apart. Yeah, it was the same sessions. So they yeah. basically recorded Kid A and it was ballsy to go, um, okay, we're going to make an album that's completely different. Let's release Kid A. And then Amnesiacs more, they described as like an explanation for Kid A. It's almost like a Kid A light. And it, it was interesting. They released them that way around. Well, that makes sense um, because the there's a couple of songs in particular on this album which are my favourite Radiohead songs. Uh, the first being Pyramid Song. Fifteen seconds isn't enough. No. Um, just the build up, the lyrics, the music, the way it makes you feel. I just liked it. I just... They did a good job. <laughs> it's it's a mixture of melancholy, but yet invokes something more. You and whose army? I almost think the beginning of that song wouldn't sound out of place in like a 1940s jazz club those sort of slow chords Mm. and it's high voice yeah so hunting bears yeah (laughs) just quite a cool song really cool guitar i wasn't expecting it were you not no out of nowhere out of nowhere again why are you not expecting it i don't know because it was Weird Radiohead. I wasn't expecting any guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hello. (laughs) Probably going to contradict myself a couple of times between now and the end, but this is my favourite Radiohead song, (gasps) is I Might Be Wrong. I didn't realise how many good riffs they had, actually. Yeah. They do get, I think they sort of, I suppose because the most recent stuff, you feel like there haven't been that that many riffs. Yeah. But when you look at their earlier music, there have been good riffs. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this, was the, this, was, this was a song that I discovered quite recently, uh, like in the last couple of years, fell in love with it. I uh, love the energy, the beat. I saw a wicked live version of it where you can check it out on YouTube. It's... I might be wrong, just Tom and Johnny 
playing on acoustic guitars is very very cool and his the guitars are actually kind of they're kind of janky that's not an offensive word is it tom's now googling <laughs> like i had it in my head so this is the correct <laughs> word but now i'm concerned that it's a racial slur <laughs> Ex- of extremely poor unreliable quality <laughs> certainly not jank <laughs> it's the wrong <laughs> word uh, it was just a little bit um, not so polished a bit rough yeah I suppose um, and I think because it's just them two in quite an intimate setting they're just like seems like they're jamming and like I feel like he doesn't seem to really care if he hits the notes too much when he's performing like he's just sort of like he you look at him and he's in in the moment and if he gets it he gets it if he doesn't he doesn't he knows what he's doing is really good so when i was watching it i was kind of expecting the vocals to be a little bit rushed and not not as um not as polished not not as polished just like the guitars and it wasn't it was just he just nailed it yeah no i'll check that out well of course i like the Is your favourite life in a glass house? No, it's not, but I just, ha- I just have an interesting fact about it. Oh, facts are good. Do you know who plays the trumpet on it? No. You, I could give you every guess in the world, and I don't think you'd get this. It's Humphrey Littleton. Oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, it's the guy who used to host Sorry, I'm a Clue. Oh! Before Jack D took it over. But he plays beautifully. Wait, he was a jazz trumpeter. And then went on to host Sorry I Haven't a Clue. I did not know that. That's fantastic. It was really, I was just... That is fact of the day. Uh, yeah, it was It was the only song... We'll get a sound effect for that. <laughs> Can I do my feature now? Go for your feature, Cameron. So this is a feature I like to call Radio Head and Shoulders. Work, I'm intrigued. Work, working title. So, it's against the clock, Tom. We have a clock. We have a clock. No, you're not. You're not against... Not, I'm going to ask you a question and ask the clock a question. <laughs> Thank God, because I didn't, I didn't fancy my chances. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to give you a cryptic clue which relates to a Radiohead album, okay. and then you've got to name the Radiohead album. Okay. So, I'm going to do them all, and you've got to get them all. Okay? So, you have nine cryptic clues? Yeah. So, <laughs> so for example, yeah. if we were doing Pink Floyd... Yeah. Exposed bum crack in shadow would be brick in the wall. No, dark side of the moon. Dark side of the moon. Okay. Okay, I'm really bad at cryptic anything. Yeah. So this will. This go- I'm going to make you stay here for another three hours <laughs> until I get every single one right. The record for this is two minutes. Who got it? Oh, I haven't done this right now. I'm just assuming that's going to be the record. Okay, sweet. Hit me. So. Oh, oh, no, no, we've got to have a countdown. Three, two, one. Trick the first letter of the alphabet. Kid A. Escobar's spread of choice. Pablo Honey. Violet. Violet? Yeah. Violet. You can pass, I'll come back to that. Pass. You're not Nesiac. Amnesiac. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin has this in his back garden. Moonshape pool. Precipitation goes to the bloke who stole my credit card. 
in rainbows. <laughs> pass it, pass it, pass, pass it. <laughs> HP model, two years old, Windows 10, 400 pounds. Okay, computer. <laughs> Affleck, Stiller, Franklin, E. Hill. King of Limbs? No. Um, in Rainbows? No. Amnesiac? The Benz? The Benz. <laughs> oh, the Benz. The Benz, that one's oh, better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Not Oscar Pistorius. Something. Hell to the Feet? No. King of Limbs? King of Limbs. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, so you've got Violet. And it's not in rainbows. In rainbows, yeah. Right, I thought I said in rainbows. You didn't say in rainbows. And oh, I see. Violet is in rainbows. Yeah. Mm. I saw. I know. I saw Violet as a name rather than a colour. Ah, uh, sorry. That's all right. Uh, it's not your fault. Finally, precipitation goes to the bloke who stole my credit card. Hail to the. Th- hail thief. to the thief. Oh, speaking <sighs> of hail to the thief, that's a really good album. It's more of a return to the. Um, Norm's the wrong word, but it's it's like it's it's more a return to a bit more rocky. It's a bit rocky. It's a rock album. Yeah, it's a bit. They described it as a bit more sort of aggressive, a bit more. Yeah, I like a bit of aggression. I like a bit of drama. Recorded differently. They recorded it in a couple of weeks. Like just recorded just it live. Thrash out a few songs, yeah. sort of thing. Highlight. Highlight. Um, two plus two equals five. <laughs> When it gets to the exciting bit of the song, it lingers for a moment. Lingers at that perfect point of passion. It's a big build. Oh, I read something in- interesting about the album artwork. The album artwork for Hell to the Thief is LA road signs. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Because um, I, I, I kind of think this is the shittest album artwork. Do you? Yeah. It's too colourful. <laughs> Which like, is madness like when you think the next album is in rainbows. <laughs> No, that has a very defined number of colours. I really like Go to Sleep. Which I thought was really Led Zeppelin-esque. Yeah. A bit, I've never known how to pronounce it, Bronice... Page is on fire. Yeah, you nailed that one. Um, He did a really good job. I had my favourites beforehand, but I have listened to On Repeat for the last three or four days as they're there. liked it <laughs> <laughs> so tom said it's it's supposed to lift you up it's an upbeat song but i thought the beauty of it was in the lyrics and the fact that the reflection of the song title like there there everything's okay but then that line of just because you feel it doesn't mean it's there just beautiful the drums in this are really cool 
So cool. Even though he's hitting the biggest drums on the kit, big toms and and his kick drum, they're quite gently played. Mm. It's just, it's like a, almost like a massage. Mm. Yeah, and that is, yeah. Sonically personify that. That has become one of my favourite songs. It's been worth listening to nine albums just for that song, to be honest. That's really really nice. Mm. Other songs on the highlights for me were Sit Down and Stand Up. And backdrifts. I think the rhythm does it for me in this one. I think this is this album for me. I think it's why it's my favourite. Is this is the only album where consistently it's been energetic and it's been song after song after song after song where I've been like, oh, I, I actually really like that immediately. Without on the other like on the other albums, it's more. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, that would be my personal recommendations. As as an album to sit down, which um, you know that carries weight. <laughs> <laughs> so then, four years pass. Yeah. Hiatus. Hello, Atus. Johnny Greenwood pops off, composes the score for There Will Be Blood. This is a very good score. Have you heard that there's like the famous, most famous quote is like, I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Drained. You'll watch that. <laughs> and you'll think back to this and you'll be like, that was a damn near perfect impression. Can you do Zane Lowe saying that <laughs> quote? I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Drained. <laughs> the Zane Lowe I'm an impression. oil man. Can you do Here's Johnny? Here's Johnny. <laughs> In Rainbows. So it opens with 15 step. Yeah. Which is... You know, my favourite Radiohead song. I I love the fact you've got these quite abrasive drums and the very clean guitar. And it really warms it up nicely when the guitar and bass comes in and it's sort of you think you're you know where the song's going. Which is, it could be like quite a jarring and abrasive song and it's not. It's actually mm. quite cuddly. So the hand clap rhythm is based on Fuck the Pain Away. By Peaches. I've mentioned this song before on the REM on one. The I showed REM you the fuck the way the fuck pain away. Yeah. You could just play it. Do you know which time signature it's in? No. It's in 5 4. I don't know what that means. So most songs will have bar of music. Divided into four beats, so one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. This song is divided into five. One, two, three, four, five, two, two, three, four, five. What does that mean? <laughs> Fuck knows. 
<laughs> music, mate. It's weird. And it just makes the music a li- that little bit more interesting. Hmm. So the first two tracks of this album, I think, are brilliant. Love Body Snatchers. of Hail to the Thief but still a lot going on and I just remember being really interested by this album <laughs> just the, the different stuff going on um, the artwork I think is very uh, enticing Jigsaw falling into place You think you're in for a nice acoustic track, and then these really crisp drums come through. Crisp, that's a good oh. way of describing it. Oh, yeah, it just came to me. It's really good. Mm. And videotape. Do you know what always impresses me about Tom York? is that he has this singing voice that he has enough confidence in just allowed to be played dry. There's no reverb on it. There's no double tracking. It's just him and a piano. And it's like he's singing directly in front of you. Because apparently that song went through loads of iterations. They couldn't get it to work. And then one day Tom left the studio and came back and they just just stripped it down, just made it a piano ballad. Oh, really? <laughs> and then that came out of it. The other, my favourite song on that al- album by a long way is Reckoner. Yes! That is also my favourite song ever. Of Radiohead's ever, <gasps> ever, ever. No, it's not. But it, it, <laughs> how I, many favourite songs have you had during this podcast? Three so far. Three We're not, so not far. Getting, I've not even gotten started yet. Wow. And his voice is almost like a violin, which that's a really nice way of putting it. Well, the reason I say that is, have you heard the Vitamin String Quartet's version of this? <laughs> I think that's possibly where I first heard it. Oh, really? I listened to that and I was like, oh, it's a beautiful song. And mm. then Radiohead in Rainbows. I thought that was that weird album. <laughs> um, and then went and found the song. Oh, my God. Beautiful is a word that I've come across more this week than I thought it would. I thought I'd have a lot of interesting. Oh, that's cool. Weird. Oh, that's weird. Oh, mm. that's I've, that, that gives me a mood, but beautiful is not what I thought I'd come across, and that's what I have. What do you like most about Radiohead? Just the music. Um, <laughs> I think nice. I like their name. I like the fact it combines an electrical home appliance with a sexual act. 
Did you listen to the second disc of In Rainbow? Yeah, were there any highlights on that for you? Yeah, one of my favourite Radiohead songs of all time. Up on the ladder. Which I know they, they already did a Bond theme, but this could have been a Bond theme. Ooh, interesting. Because when they were asked to do the Bond theme, they submitted a song that they did during the OK Computer sessions. Oh, really? Uh, which was Man of War. Oh. It was inspired by Bond themes. Oh, nice. Um, but the Bond producers loved it. But then they found out it wasn't an original song, so it couldn't be up for an Oscar. Really? So that's they were like, no, write your own song. And then that messed up their... They said it really annoyed them for their A Moon Shaped Pool sessions because it like took out... They took some time out to write Spectre, which then got rejected by the producers. Spectre! sort of depressing mm. which you do listen to it and you do think mm, probably wouldn't have fit but um but yeah so king, king of limbs king of limbs which this uh the, the only i thought it, i i enjoyed it it just it, i don't think it was as good as in rainbows for me or as good as anything else back to the weirder stuff slightly slight yeah slightly um, the, the main highlight for me was Lotus Flower. I remember you playing me Lotus Flower years ago and me thinking, what is this? Yeah. Have you, has your opinion changed at all? No, I like it actually. I, I put this, this is the best work album I've found. I've been able to listen to the entire thing just and sit and do something else and have it as almost background noise which is probably a complete insult to what they were aiming for yeah the video for that's weird as hell it's hilarious it? yeah i mean but that's like the very definition of um dance like nobody's watching yeah <laughs> and he rocks it he looks great doing it the only other song i really really want to say talk about on that album is bloom of this with Hans Zimmer no so for Blue Planet 2 they got Hans Zimmer and Tom York and Johnny Greenwood together and got an orchestra basically they to get the sort of the sound sounding like the sea they got every member of the orchestra to they basically said we're just going to play one note only play the note if the person next to you is not playing it and fade like in and out and it's unbelievable Open your mouth it's called ocean bloom now there's a girl up on my way. 
a moon-shaped pool. Because I think this is probably the first album I realised was coming out. Yeah, wasn't bothered. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Not until you showed me Burn the Witch. just phenomenal i remember listening to that the first time and just being completely blown away that's the best combination of the bigger sound and tom's vocals uh, out of anything they've ever done that was also a, a song they'd had floating around for years mm. and apparently for only years ago tom was like a gig yeah, we'll, we'll get this together at some point and oh my god <laughs> do you like the video the video's incredible it's amazing. It's like Postman Pat. The music video pays homage to Trumptonshire. And I suppose the Wicker Man as well. I'm glad he survives in the end, though. I th- And they wanted that, apparently, because the, the song's all about hysteria and groupthink and stuff, and they, they said they wanted like a, a happier ending. Groupthink. Groupthink. Scary stuff. Always have oh. your own opinions, folks. Uh, any other highlights of that album? I think I think it's just a really lovely album. It's lovely. Daydreaming yeah. is that the next song? That video well uh, completely epitomizes the philosophy behind most of Radiohead's videos, which is. Tom York being weird. Is that when is he running down a corridor or photo? No, he's doing something. Fair <laughs> um, <Fair> enough. <laughs> okay, where do you think they'll go next, or where do you want them to go next? I wouldn't mind them going back to like a Hail to the Feast type album or an Amnesiac one, where they do sort of like a split of weird stuff. Yeah. And just really good music. With underlying all that, some, an orchestra. Mm. I feel like I can't listen to anything else other than Radiohead now, to be honest. You still, you still in the mood for them? Yeah, I'm going to walk home and listen to... And yeah. now I can listen to the bits I like. What do you want me to listen to next week? Next week, we're going back to some folky, 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 folky stuff. I'm going to give you Will Varley. Can you text me that? <laughs> I'll text you that. <laughs> I... I'm going to give you... Take your smug grin off your face. Oh, no, no, it's not smug. I really hope you like them. I'm going to give you Mod Rat. Can you text me that as well? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Mod Rat. Mod Rat. Okay, so this is it. I, have you, I've never even heard of them. Nope. And you, I assume, have not heard of Will Varley. Nope. Well, this will be interesting. Episode six coming your way. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh.